Welcome to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, and today we're talking wealth building. Wealth building made simple, if you will. We have here in the studio today our wealth advisor guru, and that is Philip Washington Jr. with Stonehill Wealth Management. We're talking your income, your retirement, your investments, your wealth, and who to get advice from and who not to get advice from. Well, if it's Friday morning, if it's 11 a.m. or thereabouts, uh, it is the Consumer Advice Series, the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. And today we are talking your finances, your money, your wealth, your retirement, and your nest egg. So let's bring them in right now over my left shoulder right here in the studio today is our money guru, and uh, for those of you who are watching on Facebook, you can actually see it. He's wearing his Saints jacket. And uh, because Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. It's Mardi Gras. Yep, yep, yep. And he's wearing his beads. So uh, Ushering uh, it in, right. Fat Tuesday so I can eat all the stuff I want to eat this weekend. <laughs> Philip Washington Jr. is here. And tell me, uh, what's I, I know that your wife is from Louisiana. Tell me what uh, what what is Mardi Gras and what is Mardi Gras season like well, in I, in the Washington family? I, I, actually, my my wife is the beautiful expressioner of 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 my roots. So my family is from South Louisiana. Um, ah, you know, gotcha. um, but she you know she's the one that has manifested the expressions in our household and and got us to decorate the tree with Mardi Gras. She's just a you know festive person. So. Um, you know, but yeah, but you know, it's it's all the same. We're we're one unit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're not here to talk about Mardi Gras, but you look great. <laughs> thank you. Thank and you. Appreciate, uh, appreciate. let's get into uh, let's get into the the topic of of money. And there are not only not only a ton of advisors out there, but then there's also so many different sources uh, to to pull from when it comes to uh, money and investing. Who do I know? Who to listen to? Yeah, so that's a that's that's a good question, and what I what I what I what I like to explain is you want to before you do anything build a foundation in first principles, right? First principles is you know people say, well, Philip, how does Elon Musk you know build a space company, build a tunnel company, build a a, a, a battery electric vehicle company, and all the other you know he helped build PayPal payment company like. How does he do all these things? And he he understands the example the, the the thing of first principles. Meaning, if you can understand something at the at the at the base level, right, then you're able to filter information better from the so-called experts, uh, and allows you to quickly know who doesn't know what they're talking about, uh, and and who do, and build a really good team. I like to I like to use the example of uh, talked about on a previous podcast. You know, in the in the Bible, it talks about uh, worshiping idols, right? And that that boils down to, um, you know, men. We like to man-made knowledge, which which means knowledge that's not first principles, not time-tested. We like to uh, worship that knowledge, right? It's the equivalent of you know, when I was coming up, Pluto was a planet; it's no longer a planet, right? And it's all kind of things that um, that in our with our you know uh, limited knowledge. Uh, we tend to put lots of belief in, and but it's ephemeral, right? And you know, side notes, spot notes help you make a lot of money, but but that that that's the principle. And so I, I give you like a couple of examples. So you know, when Amazon came out, 
people, the origin of ephemeral knowledge is people will people will look at the past and recreate the future based on the past, right? Which, beside the fact that that's never worked in the history of mankind, right? But but that's what humans continue to do. So so use the example of Amazon. When Amazon came out, everybody said there's no way people are going to buy anything on the internet. Like we've built all these great malls and retail stores and structures. You know why would you know why would we ever do anything different than that? Forget the fact that they had not been there for less than a hundred years. Like we didn't have the malls and structures that we had. Um, you know, less than a year ago, but they were like, we're going to keep doing this into the future. And so they, they missed Amazon. You know, uh, the next thing was, you know, uh, social media, right? You're right. Uh, ride sharing, um, h- home sharing, smartphones, gaming. These were all things who said, this is never going to work because that's not, that's not the way that we've done things in the past, right? Another example is they're saying now about artificial intelligence or the future of energy or the future of money. Or the future of working out, the future of work. Right? These are all areas that are. There are new ways of doing it that a lot of people are, you know, worshiping idols or the way that we've done things before, and miss a big opportunity. So the answer is understand first principles, uh, and then and then build from there. And first principles let you know that like this ephemeral stuff changes, right? And it'll allow you to, um, you know, spot the future. Big news, as we know, that uh, the, within the past four or five days is that uh, uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine and a lot of involvement coming from the United States. What happens to the markets? Or I guess now we let's put it into current day. What's happening to the market now that Ukraine and Russia and uh, what's going on with the markets? Yeah. So whenever there's like the I'm, I'm answer two ways. What what's going to happen in the short term? Nobody knows, you know, right? Who who knows what's going to happen in the short term? Um, it's my estimation that on my on my wealth building made simple podcast in December, I, you know, I was letting everybody know, hey, I'm dialing back risk on the, on the aggressive portfolios because, um, you know, the the bond market was signaling, which which the bond market is the smartest market. If you want to understand it, listen to the episode I put out today on wealth building made simple later today, but. The bond market was saying that um, there was something that that was some potential danger in the future, right? So we dialed back risk. This was in December, and then fast forward, it's like, oh man, the bond market, you know, saw, saw this conflict, right? The bond market also saw COVID. You know, the bond market saw two thousand and eight, like all the major things the bond market uh, uh, does in advance, um, and so the bond market may have already priced in all the risk, which was the drops that we had. So moving forward, it, you know. It, in the short term, it could do well, it could not. The point is, I don't concern myself with knowing what it's going to do. I just look at, hey, what is the bond market saying, right? And and have a long-term perspective because trying to trade this in the short term is relatively, is relatively um, you know, difficult. And then the other side note is, I, ha- I got two text messages yesterday from uh, from one friend, one client. I said, hey, should we, should we stop investing because of the war going on? And I was like, listen, you know, we're, 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 we were the same age. So we're all like 37, 38. I'm like, I can't remember a time in my life where we have not been at war. And there's been a ton of money made in the market over right. that 37 years. So yes, we're still going to be invested, you know, because um, this too shall pass. So you've got low growth with too much debt areas. You've got high growth with relatively low debt areas. Uh, what are those areas? Yeah, and and I'm and you asked you you asked the question that I asked you to ask, and I forgot to explain this in the previous 
in the previous part. So going back to my big picture, you know, 10-year theme from what the bond market is saying is, you know, we've been in a, uh, you know, uh, in a, in a low-growth, um, uh, highly indebted environment, right, since 08, right? That's been the consistent theme, and the trend's been getting stronger and stronger. So if you look at the bond market, it's still saying, yeah, the, the long-term environment hasn't changed. Um, so, um, um, so, so stick to the plan and in a, in a low growth, highly debted environment, what you, you know, what tends to do well, um, are bonds, right? Uh, what also does well and makes, you know, a historically decent amount of money or growth stocks, innovation stocks, companies with strong balance sheets that are pretty large, right? Because this is an environment of that's, that's a environment where, uh, banks are not lending as much. And so if, if, if you got to think in terms of a banker, like a, a banker wants to lend to save credit in an environment where growth is relatively slow, right? And then, and then if you're an investor uh, and investing your, your capital, you, you want to find companies that are uh, growing a lot because like you, where, where else are you going to put money, right? The, you know, all the regular businesses are growing slow. And so you go find innovation companies, you go find growth companies, um, um, so and and depending on your risk tolerance, the reason why bonds typically do well is people are like, well, hey, if I don't want to, you know, um, I might have some money in these areas, but I want to have I don't want to have all the money in this risky stuff. So I want to own some, you know, some bonds because in this environment, um, you know, um, that it's it's called a risk off environment, right? And so, um, I'm I'm struggling because. Risk off is, a, is is the wrong term to use, but what it means is it's a slow growth environment. And so, depending on what type of an investor you are, um, if if you're a conservative investor, what you're what you're more concerned with in this environment are um, for a portion of your portfolio is uh, things going bad as slow as growth continues to go slow, which is why you saw bond rates go from like three percent all the way down to you know one percent, and they're back. Two percent or below, but those long-term bond rates are just trending down, 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 down because growth is slowing. And so, big companies and insurance companies and corporations are loading up on bonds. They're like, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't like the slow growth." And there's, there's, there's not enough new companies and innovation companies for me to invest my money into um, to park all this cash that's in the world because it's so the the world is so flooded with with debt, which is credit, which is money, which there's a lot of it. I hope that explains it. I kind of went rambling for a second. For someone who doesn't know a whole lot about money, with the exception that it's green and I can buy something with it, uh, let's let's see if I get this right. Investing is it takes time. It's it's a long term commitment. Uh, whether we are a war or not, stay in your lane and 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 stay focused. That's that's it. That's it. It's like every, just be patient, right? This too shall pass, right? Right. If someone wanted more information, if someone wanted to say, if someone needed help staying in their lane, uh, how can they get a hold of Philip Washington? Uh, the best way is StonehillWealthManagement.com. It has access to my podcast, all my contact information. You can book a time. I have a, you know, good educational information on there as well. That's the best way to reach me, StonehillWealthManagement.com. And then you also have your weekly, uh, actually, it's a daily podcast. It's a daily of, po- wealth building made simple. Uh, that You can also access that at StonehillWealthManagement.com. It's a, yeah, we put out six episodes a week now, soon to be seven, hopefully. And 
Mardi Gras coming up. You got your beads. Uh, enjoy your gumbo. I am excited. We're, we are celebrating the season of new life. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.